Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. I am your host, Celan, and tonight we'll be talking about the slogan, Reborn This Way, um, and exposing that for what it is. But first, let me tell you about the uh, apparel uh, company that I'm currently am being ambassador of. It's called God the Father. Um, and uh, I've recently discovered and became an ambassador for the, for the uh, company, and they have some pretty unique-looking clothing. Uh, I have the sweater on right now, and I've got a T-shirt on underneath. Um, and uh, it's, it's a pretty unique uh, way of, of show, or sharing uh, the gospel with people. They make really unique shirts that kind of catch the eye and make you you know curious about what people are wearing and uh, I highly re- recommend it at least checking out the store uh, you just go to uh, godthefather.com um, and uh, if you would like a discount um, if you decide to get the uh, apparel um, put in the code reborn in Christ all one all one word um, all lowercase and you'll get a, a 15% discount on it but uh, I've, I love it I feel I've fallen in love with the brand and it's it's amazing and I, I want to get that brand going or at least help get it going um, and uh, I, I believe there are some people out there who really like that kind of clothing like I do um, and that's my little plug-in for right there um, and back to what we're going to talk about which is born this way um, the current slogan one of the many current slogans of the LGBT community. It's one of the more prominent ones because, of, I mean, hey, there's a song written about it, right? Everyone knows the Lady Gaga song, Born This Way. It was chart it was chart topping when it came out. I think it came out in 2011. That's when I was graduating high school. And uh, everyone loved it. No, there was like, I never heard any bad thing about it at the time. And, of course, I didn't think of anything bad at the time because I was uh, in the shadows living my lifestyle at the time. And I agreed with everything that she said in there. But as I uh, was pursuing Christ again and, and, you know, looking for answers, God was revealing the truth behind what the moniker, Born This Way, uh, really was. And uh, um, I, I quickly started to learn that the whole idea of Born This Way is a cop-out. And, yeah, I'm going to call it out. It's a cop-out. Uh, because the first thing that it, it, it does when because so, when someone asks you why are you like this you just oh I'm born this way it's kind of it's kind of putting a period at the end of the sentence like you don't have to keep on explaining because why explain if you're born this way you don't have to and uh, and it in my opinion now looking back at it it's definitely a cop out because you don't people don't like to think about why they act certain ways or why they live certain lifestyles because if they start thinking about it then they start having to examine exactly what their thinking is and what their the state of their heart is when it comes to examining that and trying to explain it and uh, people don't like to examine their sin because they know it's a sin and they want to keep committing it and uh, they don't want to admit that it's a sin um, but the the biggest the first reason is to try to convince other people that there's no reason of questioning or changing it because you're born this way. It's not your fault. It's not your choice. You didn't ask to be gay, homosexual, transgender, um, bisexual. That's not something you ask for, right? Why would you want to be like that if there's such a negative stereotype? I mean, that's that's the first reason. Um, and um, 
every person within the LGBT community, if you ask this question, is more than likely going to give you that answer. Uh, because, I mean, that's the easiest way to just shut down the conversation. No one wants to have the conversation. And I want people to have the conversation. If you're going to say you're something, you need to be able to back it up. I'm a Christian, and I'm able to back that up because of what Christ has done in my life. If you ask me why I'm a Christian, I can give you that testimony, um, which, which I hope that other people can give to other people when they ask if they're a Christian. Uh, but if I go up to, I mean, it's kind of blatant to go up to someone and ask why they're homosexual, but... If you're trying to understand where someone's coming from when it, as far as the homosexual lifestyle and you're trying to minister to them, it, one of the things you need to, that most people don't think to understand is how they think. And when you get ingrained with the idea that you're born this way from the LGBT, LGBT community, um, most people don't realize that that's, that's going to be their answer. And that they can't really help at that point. And I, it's sad to say most people just give up going, oh, okay, well, I can't convince this person otherwise. And it's not our job to convince. It's our job to ask um, and our job to kind of, you know, guide people and, and, and tell them what, the, what, you know, the Bible says and what Christ wants in our lives. Um, but, you know, I want to get that, get that mind frame out of there, the born this way. Because first off, the born this way thing is so flawed um, because the, the idea is that you're made exactly like that and you're not supposed to change from that. And if you think about it, we are born into sin. We are born sinners, so we are born in the sinful lifestyle. But the whole idea about salvation is that you're reborn out of that lifestyle. Because, I mean, when you are born into sin, I mean... No one's going to judge you for sinning, right? If everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm a sinner. I was born that way. I can't stop that, right? And <laughs> that would be a very, very hopeless world if, if that was the idea. If, if God, you know, when we sinned in the Garden of Eden and then continued on, well, well we're cursed with sin. Why do anything about it? I mean, what kind of hopeful world is that? I mean, um, the whole reason why... It was even allowed in the first place was because God designed a plan to redeem us, to be reborn out of the sin. But with the whole idea of that the modern world puts on it, like, oh, you can't change the way you're born, it's kind of defeatist. It doesn't help you. And then on top of that, it's kind of, hip, not Hippocratic, um, I would say it's kind of, contradictory if you want to use the term born this way because what how would that apply to a transgender person if that person says that they were born transgender how how does it justify that cuz like you know that's the confusing thing about it if you're born the way you're born and you can't change it then why would you identify with something where you you think that you were born the wrong way and you need to change it you do you follow me? Because it's, it's hard to follow when you think about it like that. Um, and that's the hypocrisy or, that surrounds the reborn this way argument too, is that if it's really true, if born this way is really a true ideal and it's absolute, then there wouldn't be any transgender people because they would have been like, oh, I was born a male, therefore I, I can't change that I'm a male. And that's, that's how I'm born. I can't change it. 
So it, it's, I know it's kind of hard to follow, um, but that the whole point of the argument, again, of being born this way is that you don't get into those kind of arguments. Oh, that's how I was born. We're not going to get into it. We, that's all, all, you just need to accept it. Um, and I would say that the, the bad thing about it is, is that it doesn't lead people to examine themselves. And it, it, it leaves this idea, because I, I know I, I believe that I was born this way thing uh, as well. I, I wrote, wrote it down in a letter that I gave to my parents, um, specifically my mom, when I turned 21 and uh, came out of the closet, so to speak. And uh, I wrote that. I'm like, I've always been this way. This is how I've always been. And I know what it says in the Bible, but I was born this way. And I can't change that. And I was, when I go back and read that, I could think of how foolish I was at the time. But it's, it was something that was easy to believe because then I didn't have to explain myself. All I had to be like is like, oh, I'm like this. I'm just going to live it and keep going with it. And um, it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where you kind of, you say it knowing that it's not true, but you're going to say it anyways. And to be honest, that's that's the whole point. Um, and I know it's I think I kind of sound a little bit repetitive, but um, that's what it, it boils down to. It, it's a repetitive cycle of saying the same thing over and over again, hoping that at some point it's actually going to become true. Which is not is that not the definition of something insane? Saying you know you expect you you expect an outcome that's not going to be. It, it's the same thing every time, no matter how many times you say, oh, I was born this way, I was born homosexual, I was born gay, I was born transgender. You, the more that you keep saying that, you, you, you say it because you want that to be true when it's not true. Because the way that we were born, we were born as the image of God, which means that we have that, that hole in our hearts that's specifically meant for God to be in. And instead of putting God in that hole, as we were born to do, we're putting something instead of God in that hole. And that's what, that's what it is. That homosexual, homosexuality, transgenderism, bisexualism, all the isms, alcoholism, I mean, you can put any kind of sin in there. When we, we put that in the place of God and... That's not what we were born to do. That's why most of the time when we live those lifestyles, we're going to bed at night feeling like you're empty, which is what I did for uh, the amount of time that I, I lived that lifestyle. Every night was just like, you know, you thought you had a good day, and then you get to bed and you're like, man, I'm missing something. Something's not right. Um, you feel, you know, detached in a way. You, you keep trying to fill in a hole, and it doesn't, doesn't ever get full because you're putting the wrong thing in it. Um, and that's the sad thing about it, is that people who continue to believe this, that they're born this way, just keep digging a deeper and deeper hole. And uh, the sad thing, too, is that the people around them are continuing, they're, they're building their own, they're getting their own holes and also encouraging these people to continue digging that hole. They're all just, it's like a crab pot thing. Every, every time a crab tries to climb out, the other crabs pull them back down so they can try to climb out, and no one can get out. 
Um, and that's a, that's the sad thing about it. Um, it's like a cult mentality, I guess you can say. And it really is. Um, but, I mean, that's the biggest fallacy of, of born this way, is that it's, it's a lie that keeps getting perpetuated so that, A, you don't have to examine your own heart because examining your own heart hurts when it comes to, you know, facing that what you're doing is against God's will and against your own, you know, against the, the welfare of your being because that's, I mean, homosexuality, transgenderism, bisexualism it, it doesn't it, it does nothing but when you act on it, it it tears bits and pieces of your soul each time you act on it kind of like how drugs do how alcoholism does um how any particular sin that takes you away from god does and um i mean i, I want to expose that first off because that's the biggest lie that the lgbt community tells itself and tells others and if you start exposing the lies, I mean, some people are either going to clam up or they're going to start listening. And there's always that variation of groups of people that do that. Some people will and, you know, reject you. Some people will listen and then, you know, start investigating for themselves. Maybe not with you, but at least for themselves, like I did. And then uh, some people will actually come to you because you've experienced that or at least you know that, or they know that you understand in some sense. And um, and that's one of the, the things about the LGBT community is that most of the time they don't go to anybody because, A, if they turn away from the LGBT community, they're completely blocked out. It's kind of like Scientology and the disconnection thing. Um, if, if you reject any part of Scientology, they, they label you an enemy and they, you can't communicate with anybody. And then, I mean, it's like that with LG, the LGBT community. As soon as I rededicated my life to Christ and got rid of, uh, you know, at least put that sin on the altar, all my friends disappeared. They all stopped talking to me. They didn't want to be around me anymore because I wasn't living that lifestyle anymore. God had changed me. Um, they, I mean, it was, it was one of the revelations that, A, I wasn't born with this particular sin. It was something that, my own heart, my sinful heart, shaped within me, uh, led on by the, the lies of the enemy and the world, all putting their impressions on me, me letting them put their, their impressions on me, and then acting out those actions. And uh, they, they don't like being exposed like that. And they don't like seeing somebody wake up to the truth because, first off, it, it shows that, A, there is a truth, and B, that there is a choice involved with you either accepting the truth or rejecting it so you can continue living your own lifestyle the way you want to. Um, and most people don't want to do that. And uh, um, I'm, I, I have a sense of urgency about it. I know I keep saying this because, uh, um, I mean, there is an urgency, and I... I, I kind of feel ashamed that I haven't put out more videos and more podcasts because, um, you know, I, I've allowed a d distraction come here and there. And, you know, with the way that the world is going and the way that LGBT community and, and agenda keeps escalating and the other sins in our nation that are glorified as, as good keep going, 
um, there, there really isn't a point of keeping a lid on it anymore. Um, as someone who used to live that lifestyle and in that community, um, I don't want to see people that I, I once called friends going to a place separate from living eternity with God. And, you know, honestly, that place separate from God is hell. And I don't want to see these people go to hell. I hope they listen. Um, and hope if I can't reach them through here, that at least somebody reaches them with because they're inspired by what I'm doing, or at least by what God's doing, um, or has done in my life. Um, and I, I don't I want I don't want them to be born this way. I want them to be reborn this way. Be reborn in Christ. That's that's why for the uh, uh, the code I put for um, the God the Father apparel brand. I, that's why I put as reborn in Christ because it's so important to to you know recognize the reason why God used those words, why Jesus used those words specifically when he was talking to Nicodemus. Um, and you know you got to be reborn. You got to get rid of the old lifestyle. You got to put that on the altar. You got to you know see that the life that you're going to have in Christ is so far better than the the partial empty life that you leave uh that you lead with you know all these sins at the forefront of your your life um there's a point in everybody's day no and i can say this from experience that no matter what you're doing even if you haven't like you know practiced your homosexual lifestyle that day you're just you know doing a normal day there's a point in that day where you're thinking man what am i missing why why doesn't this feel right because everybody has that and when you're when god's pulling on your heart and he's calling you it that that feeling doesn't go away for some people that feeling does because they've just completely re rejected god's word and, and god's call on their lives but then there's other people who you know god is god is tugging on their heartstrings and he's letting them know you know i'm calling you i want you i want you in my family and that that feeling of man I'm, I'm i'm missing something isn't going to go away until you respond and you can re either respond by accepting christ's pull on your life or rejecting it and god's not going to force you to pick him um what he, he's not going to force you to go and and be reborn he's not going to force you to choose him over your sinful lifestyle He's a gentleman that way. He'll he'll let you do do whatever you pick. He'll let you have that choice. And you just got to remember that when it comes down to it and you get to that point where you finally meet him whether it's, you know, on the judgment seat or whether it's at the final uh, death, are you going to regret the decision you made or are you going to be happy with the decision you made? And I can tell you I haven't met him face to face yet. I've heard his voice before, and I can't wait to meet him face to face. And I know it's going to happen. Um, and I want to share that that excitement. I get excited when I talk about it because I mean, oh my gosh, I get to see Jesus' face one day. And uh, I mean, it's just it's the coolest feeling. I mean, you can't you can't really put anything else on top of that when you know that you're going to go and see Jesus Christ because you gave up your old lifestyle to follow him. Oof, oh my gosh, it's, it's amazing. Um, and I don't want people to miss out on that. I don't want people to, to let their 
lifestyle, let their own choices in their lifestyle get in the way of, of following Christ and, and uh, you know, picking him. And again, I can't force people to change their lifestyle. I can't force people to pick Jesus over their own, you know, selfish desires. I can only implore and talk about my own testimony and what I've learned from, you know, the mistakes that I've made. And um, I just hope that, you know, my sharing uh, these tidbits that I've learned help at least one person. And if it's just one person, I'm happy with that. I mean, it's, it's all, it's, thankfully it's not on me. It's, it's, you know, it's me working whatever God's will is in my life and then God does all the rest. And uh, I'm satisfied with that. And I hope that... Uh, if you can at least share this with one person who may need to to hear it, uh, please do share it all over. Um, I'm going to put, uh, if you're on the YouTube channel, I'm going to put the link to uh, God the Father Apparel on uh, uh, the comment, or not the comment section, but on the description, along with the, the code to use uh, for anyone who wants to check them out. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please submit questions on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm willing to answer. I'd like, I'd actually like to answer more than I would like to write my own stuff because, uh, most of the time people don't know how to, how to, uh, ask people, you know, in the LGBT community and talk to them and I have that kind of insight. So please submit questions, um, that you would like to know if you are in the LGBT community and you're looking to either get out or you're looking for more information, don't hesitate to comment or at least email me. I'll put my email in the um, description as well. I keep forgetting, but uh, God willing, I'll remember this time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm here for you, and God's definitely here for you if you don't feel comfortable with contacting me. Um, God's always there. Don't feel like he's not there listening, because he's always there. He knows what you're thinking, and he knows the struggles of your heart and uh, the desires of your heart, so you don't want to talk to me but at least talk to him and and get answers from him because uh, he's he's the best one for answers I'm just I'm just a messenger <laughs> thank you guys um, after that um, please again feel free to reach out and if not to me then at least to God I can't emphasize that enough because God's always there wanting you to talk to him he wants that relationship and he wants to talk to you um, it would make him the happiest person in the whole universe, and he already is. Um, but thank you guys. Um, have a good night, and God bless.